Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. A quick update for real estate this week, uh, all about interest rates. It's amazing. Uh, we've got some stats that we will put on the website after the show. But, you know, it's, you know, whenever somebody's buying a house, we are always talking about what's the purchase price. That's the part we're focused on. But really what it comes down to is what that payment is. And it's fascinating to see how that changes year over year. Windermere just came out with their latest stats. And while the purchase prices have gone up, the market's appreciated properties are worth more than they were last year because the interest rates have gone down, the payments actually lower. So the house you buy today, even though you're paying more than you would have 12 months ago, your monthly payment is less, which is fascinating. So always a good thing to be thinking about and talking about with your agent and your lender, because there's a whole lot more that goes into making the decision as to whether or not the house is right for you than strictly the purchase price. So if you have real estate questions, I encourage you to reach out. I'm always happy to help. You can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. Ta-da! And I'm excited to introduce our guest today. You know, this is all about, the whole premise of the show is that it's about more than bedrooms and baths when you're buying and selling real estate. It is about the people, the businesses, the events that form our community and the backdrop of our lives and the stories that we ultimately end up living. And we've got Stacy Lill with DeLille Wines joining us today. Welcome, Stacy. How are you? Hi, Nicole. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, you know, wine, it's all about the story, right? <laughs> it is. It's all about the story and just the evolution of the story. Yeah, sure. on so many levels. You, you guys as the winemakers, the wines themselves, the vineyards, and then I'm sure we all have a wine-related story or two in our arsenal of, you know, things that have happened over a bottle of wine at some point in our lives. Wine is really a fun thing because it's such a great common denominator in bringing people together and yeah. um, really um, creating memories. And one of the things when um, when we used to host dinner parties, with people, <laughs> we'll get back to that one day, but this is what I'm gonna say, it still would be a fun thing to do when you're on a Zoom yeah. call or just talking with friends. But I oftentimes like to go around the room and ask what is someone's favorite bottle of wine? Mm -hmm. And it ends up, it's not really about the wine, but it's about the memory that is created around the wine and the experience of where the people are together, um, that they, they had a, a great bottle of, um, you know, 2005 XYZ with these certain friends at an outdoor barbecue or in a certain restaurant, or it's just that it creates this memory that brings us all back to a happy place in our lives. For sure. Absolutely. Well, and, and DeLille, I mean, you guys make some amazing wines. <laughs> yeah. DeLille is a great story in and of itself. Um, my father, my, my husband, uh, Greg, and his father um, started DeLille almost 29 years ago. And on some original property that the Lil family still owns out in Woodenville, it's a 10 acre property. And um, it started with just a you know, a vision of we've got to do something with the property. Uh, my in-laws had purchased it some 35 years ago, and it was a, just a really old um, rundown farm. 
and they started cleaning it up and making the property nicer and creating these European gardens that um, represented to them where they had grown up in Europe. And um, one point, my father-in-law said, we really need to have some revenue on this property. We're putting a lot of money into beautifying it. And, and what can we do? And um, they have traced wine in the family history back to the 1200s. So it just seemed to be a, a good place to go. And the Lil family definitely all enjoys wine. And um, at the time when it was started in 92, it was the fourth winery in Woodenville. So there was Chateau Saint-Michel, Columbia, and another one called French Creek, which is no longer around. But um, Woodenville now today has over 130 wineries in the area. And it's just so fun to be out in this area and to see it have blossomed so much in that mm -hmm. whole wine industry, which is um, a really important industry to the state of Washington. No. It is. It's a huge industry. And you're, the chateau that you're talking about, that is such a beautiful property. We've been there for events over the years and it's, there's just something magical about it. Thank you. Yeah. So that's where the property started. And then we moved it um, a couple of years ago. The winery was really outgrowing the property. And so it was, uh, the winery itself was moved to part of what was the old Red Hook facility. Right. And so we've got a beautiful new tasting room there. And if mm -hmm. people haven't been, I encourage you to make a reservation and go do a tasting. Um, we've got, you know, COVID regulations, but it's um, really a fun experience to try the wines. Um, and then on the original property of DeLille, we have now rebranded it as Chateau Lille. And it's been an event space that we've done events um, almost at inception of DeLille sellers. Um, really by default, in a way, people would ask Greg, hey, do you mind if I do a wedding or maybe have a family picnic or mm -hmm. something? And just organically, we developed this event business that um, in in non-COVID times, we're doing about 80 weddings a year. And then oh my gosh. a number of corporate events, which is really great that we are able to share the space with other people because it really is a lovely property. And um, I during all this time when we're stay at home, it's just, that, that's one of the things that I wish were different that we could share the property with more people because it's just really a beautiful space. But I'm fortunate that I've been able to go and wander around the property and get a lot of little tidbits in nature. Um, yeah. and, and one of the things that we've also done um, when we uh, rebranded the property and um, moved the winery to another place, so they're two very separate businesses now. Um, and we, um, we created some new wines that are under our uh, Lil Family Wines brands. And so even though events are um, not really happening right now, we've been developing wines. So uh, it'll be fun to talk to you about those too. Oh, very cool. So you have specific wines then that basically you just serve at the Chateau for various events? Yeah, we have wines that we, um, that we created uh, for the events, um, but we also sell them to friends and family and restaurants as well. But there, um, we have a, uh, so we have our little family of brands and under that we have a higher end Chardonnay called Cashmere, which is a a brand that Greg and I have been doing since about 2005, just separately. Yeah. Okay. It's a brand that um, back when we started it, I had said to Greg, how come nobody in Washington is making a big full body Chardonnay style, similar mm -hmm. to some of the ones in California that I like? And he said, you know what? We can, we can do it, let's try it. And so we were able to source some of the best Chardonnay fruit in Washington 
Um, it's from a vineyard, Cold Creek, and specific block seven, which is um, when you get down to the nitty gritty that it, it matters with the, you know, the soils and where the grapes are grown mm -hmm. and the terroir is so important. But that was important to me to have really high quality fruit. And then we made that, that wine. So we've been making that a long time. And then we also um, have another, um, a little bit more affordable Chardonnay that's called Lil Sister. So we are doing a play off of our Lil family name. Um, we have another, we have a red blend that's called Lil Brother. Okay, I like yeah. it. Yeah, and then we just uh, are releasing um, this week a brand new rosé. First time we've had rosé and it's called Lil Baby Rosé. And oh. it's really, um, that's been a really fun project. And um, the Lil Sister and the Rosé are um, collaborations with Chris Gorman, who many oh, wow. are familiar with Gorman Winery, and sure. Chris did an amazing job. So I was really thrilled when we had the opportunity to work with him on those two two wines. It's been fun, I love it. very cool. Yeah, wine is so fascinating to me because it's it's for sure art, but there's a whole lot of science behind it too, um, and it's really incredible to see how that all comes together. It really is. There's so many um, facets to, mm -hmm. to wine. And, you know, most people see they have a glass of wine and they're swirling it around and it's very sexy and it's it can be romantic. It can be so many great memories. It can just mm -hmm. have so many things. But um, there there's a whole agricultural piece that goes into creating that. And so the steps of doing the being a farmer and growing the grapes and, mm -hmm. and um, developing them and then the winemaker whose craft is to really take the fruit and create um, his, his or her vision of the wine that they have in mind. Yes. And there's the whole sales and marketing aspect to the business. Um, there's a hospitality component to it. There's, there's so many facets to the wine industry, which makes it really, really fun that if people want to get into it and I've, um, I've consulted and are mentored with many young people interested in the wine industry. And just when you talk about all the different parts to the industry, mm -hmm. it just allows people with a lot of different talents and interests to be involved in it. Yeah, which is very good. I hear your puppy. You hear him? He's got a toy. And, and like I said, somewhere along the way, my puppy would make a little appearance. There you go. We always love puppy cameos or, you know, photo bombs, all of that stuff. Well, he, maybe before the end of the session, he'll, um, he'll jump into the camera. There you go. <laughs> but you were talking about, um, you know, the hospitality and the mentoring that you've done. That's, you know, something that you at DeLille do a marvelous job of is, you're in it, you're in the community, you're part of the story and fabric of our community on so many levels, not just with your tasting rooms and being able to buy the wines, but the different organizations that you're involved with and you have your own scholarship program that you've developed. Yeah, thanks. So, you know, something that has, that was always important to um, my husband, Greg and I were to be really involved in the community. And um, over time we, got involved in so many different um, charities. Again, wine being a common denominator in that, in that um, a lot of organizations host auctions, fundraising auctions to raise money for their cause and um, wine, alcohol, spirits, but generally wine because our, our area is so heavy with wine. Right. So wine is an item that um, really brings in the dollars. And 
So it's something that was a really great win-win so that, you know, we're helping out the charity, but we are also getting exposure for the brand. So there's way to kind of combine that together Mm -hmm. so that everybody feels good about it. And so over the years, um, we've been involved in a lot of different organizations, some more, um, you know, we put more energy and effort into some, like the auction of Washington wines is so important to the industry, raises money for Seattle Children's Hospital and mm-hmm. also for um, some of the grape growers and, and wine industry folks. Sure. Um, I've been on the board of the auction for a lot of years. And um, so I uh, done that one. And then, um, sorry, the, the squeaking is going on. I love it. I think you can always blame it on me. Benny, would you just stop it right now? Benny, yeah, I know you're not talking. Benny likes the husband who's yeah. supposed to be watching the puppy too. I like two toys. <laughs> um, but the, cha- yeah. the charity aspect is just something that I've really, really enjoyed over the years. And um, we're actually gearing up. We're, we got the Woodland Park Zoo Jungle Party this Friday night and we have some oh, donations to that. And it's, you know, I, I, being that I sit on on the board and have either chaired, co-chaired, or or been on boards of many charities in town, I've been pretty close to um, learning and being involved in how a number of these fundraisers are pivoting to uh, change yeah. the way that they raise their money because they really need it. The funds are so important, um, yet we're all in this um, restricted mode. And so to see the creativity and how they're pivoting to doing online and virtual and um, engaging the community in different ways has been really kind of a fun thing. So it, it keeps people involved in the charities, but also, um, you know, for the wine industry, keeps us really involved in the charities as well. Yeah, that's great. It's fun to see how everybody's pivoting in different ways yeah. right now. And Well, and I think the thing that'll be interesting is to see of the things that pivot, auctions, business, um, personal ways we go about things, but what are some of those things that are going to really stick and um, that maybe people will not 100% go back to how they did things before, but there, it's going to be a hybrid of, of what we knew and what we know now and what may be possible in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I'm fascinated to see how it all turns out. I'd love to hear more about the scholarship that you guys do personally. Yeah, so um, I I had an um, idea years ago that through being involved in the different charities and seeing um, the need out there and, and also really realizing how a lot of these organizations were asking wineries for donations, you know, daily. We, we would say we get, you know, multiple multiple requests in a day and you can't, you know, you can't give away all your product because you're trying to run a business too. But I I had the idea of, you know, why not create a wine very specifically to um, ha- to have a cause behind it, but mm-hmm. also have the ability to donate it to the charities. And so separate from DeLille, on my own, I did a project that was called O Wines, and mm-hmm. the O stands for the word opportunity. And um, the wine, uh, the opportunity was that the wine, the proceeds from the wine um, fund educational scholarships for young women. So I created that brand and um, funded, well, created the brand in 2007, started the scholarships in 2008, and then in 2012, sold the brand to Chateau Uh Saint-Michel, which was really exciting. And they kept me on to continue um, helping with some uh, consulting for them, but also 
um, managing this whole scholarship program. Oh, sure. And so they, I essentially still am responsible for the scholarship program and I in charge of the scholarship program it wasn't part of what they bought, but we kind of kept it, the, the two entities um, mm -hmm. together so that the wine proceeds were funding the scholarships. Um, so I've gone on to, to take that and we give a portion of the sales of our little family wines towards the scholarship. And we also um, host a fundraising luncheon every year to be able to fund the educational scholarships. So to date, I'm proud to say that there have been 74 young women who have all gone to college, four years of college, as a result of the Opportunity for Success Scholarship Program. And all of the young women have been first in their family to go to college, which was not any of the initial criteria, but uh -huh. it's how it's worked out. And I wish I would have been that brilliant to think of it in the beginning, but <laughs> that it is that way because there's, it's, it's so exciting and rewarding um, to me to be able to meet these young women mm -hmm. and learn their story and know that by them going to college, it's making generational changes. It's yeah. opening new doors for future generations to um, to have higher education. Um, the young women have been so um, driven and want so badly to um, create more for themselves and a different and um, better lifestyle for them and their families. Sure. It's super it's it's so exciting and i i um i get pretty jazzed up about it and i always think that the the young women are always so grateful to have the opportunity to have a scholarship but it um providing that opportunity to them gives me as as much i'm i'm so grateful for the the ability to do that it's like i i get almost more out of it i think sometimes than they do just because it's just a really rewarding program Oh, that's such a cool thing that you do that. That's amazing. If somebody wanted to find out more about the scholarship program, where do they go to find out about that? So um, they can message me, actually. Um, we're in a little bit of a hiatus right now with COVID going on um, with with transitioning some things. But I do, um, It's I partner with the College Success Foundation cool. um, in Issaquah. And someone could contact them as well and ask about the opportunity for success program and, and reference me and they can make a connection between us mm -hmm. or people can contact me through social media. Um, so yeah, we've got a, right now we have a, a fun fundraiser coming up in, um, in October, which okay. we are fingers crossed that it will still uh, continue to go forward. If not, we'll bump it into the new year, but, um, it's just, it's been a great program and I, I'm fortunate for the luncheon. Um, done the luncheon for I believe seven years and mm -hmm. um, what we're planning to do in October is actually a, more of an evening event but I've been fortunate to have Patty Payne who's a you know yeah. a known, respected columnist journalist and mm -hmm. um, contributor to the Puget Sound Business Journal she's our MC each year yeah. and um, it's fun we have uh, usually one or two of the young scholarship recipients speak mm -hmm. And um, it's just, it's always been really heartwarming and people, um, my, my friends and my big support group that I have with that have always really enjoyed that event. But it's, um, it, it feels good to be able to help um, 
young people, especially young people that are really driven. And then I have a passion for helping women, um, mm -hmm. which I think the world in, you know, recent years has seen that, you know, women are starting to um, kind of, kind of find their own place and their own pace. And it's, um, so it's, it's, it's fun to be a part of. And I, I just am someone that I've, I was born to help people. <laughs> and so I just love it. It makes me, it, it's just a really cool thing. I love it. That's such a cool thing. So if people want to contribute to that at all, how do they make donations? Can uh, they can they contact the um, College Success Foundation okay. and um, reference the Opportunity for Success Scholarship Program. Okay, perfect. Thank we will have Yeah, we'll have links to that on our website after the show as well, which is nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast. If you were just joining us today, we are so fortunate to have Stacey Lill with Delil Cellars and Delil Family Wines. Like you said, you've got, it's I always think of it as Delil Cellars, but you've got so much more going on than just that. And we're talking Thank about- you. I mean, Delil was really the, the impetus of a lot of things when um, my husband, Greg, and his dad started it back in 1992, mm -hmm. but it's really um, grown into- a lot of different legs and it's fostered a number of different things that are just, um, you know, our own individual. Uh, we did, um, we brought some investors into DeLille about five years ago. So Greg and I are not um, involved in that day to day. We're still um, very involved in the, in, you know, owning the business, but we, it's been great because it's allowed us to have the opportunity to expand some of these other areas that we're, been talking about with our Lil family wines, with our rebranding of Chateau Lil, mm -hmm. with um, you know me and you know focus on my scholarship program too, and yeah, there's still even with COVID kind of keeping people down a little bit. It feels like there's not enough hours in the day, oftentimes, but it's uh, it's really it's fun. We have a lot of a lot of projects and fun things going on, and a lot to be grateful for, even though they're like I mentioned, our, you know, event business is completely shut down right now. So that's not, you know, it's not great, but you know, it's yet a, when life hands you lemons, lemonade is right around the corner. Yeah. Figure out a pivot and it's, we'll all be back there for sure. That is such a magical spot um, at the Chateau that uh, I know people will be back there for sure. And then you've got your new tasting room in the old Red Hook facility and one of my girlfriends was there last week. She said it was great. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's great. And I know, um, you know, uh, they're working on um, Sparkman Cellars is right next door. They're still working on their build out, and hopefully sure. they'll be open soon. And I know Teatro Zinzani, which is right there, is um, they're building a new tent yeah. space. And um, I mean, probably for them, COVID couldn't have happened at a better time because. It, the, it did, I guess, shut down the construction a little bit, but right. it was when they weren't doing shows. And so um, I believe they've been able to pick up with the construction. And um, so it's just, it, there's, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, about 130 wineries in Woodenville area and there's so much going on in our, our area, kind of the Hollywood area mm -hmm. and then um, the warehouse districts. And it's just, it's, it's a fun place to be. Yeah, there's a lot of good energy out there. We were out there on Sunday, just kind of walking around and stopped into Purple and had something to eat and people were out. It's great. I think uh, same with your winery. I think most of them to do the tasting, you do need to make a reservation right now. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, Delil and a number of others are reservation only. I do know that um, in the roundabout, 
by Purple, where you were mm-hmm. over the weekend. Um, uh, Gorman Patterson, you it's a um, first come, first serve to their outdoor tables. Sure. Um, and some of the outdoor spaces are that way, but a lot of it, its reservations are more the, um, the way that the majority of them are going right now. Right. Which is nice. We were out wine tasting a weekend or two ago and the, the reservations are kind of nice because then you should, well, not kind of, it's really nice. You show up, you just know your space is there. And, you know, sometimes it gets really busy on the weekends, especially. Absolutely. And I, chaotic. So. Yeah, but didn't you find that it was really nice to actually just kind of see people out and see people's faces? Yeah. It just felt, um, we went um, a couple of weekends ago and mm-hmm. uh, stopped into the Gorman Patterson space and just sure. had a glass of wine. And, and a lot of it was actually bringing my puppy so he could get uh, socialized to being in a setting with people. Thankfully he did good, but um, it was just really nice to see. And, and, and most people were, you know, coming in with their masks on. And then when you sit down at the table, you can take your mask off, um, right. eat and drink. And then, but it was nice to see that um, the majority of people were abiding by what was um, expected and being respectful of people around them. And just, I mean, it's just, it's, it's nice to see some activity again, for sure. It is. And yes, it was, I thought the same thing. It was really nice to see the activity. I think everybody's so happy to be out and about in some form or fashion. We're all fine with great. Let's make a reservation. Fine. I need to wear a mask in this, you know, if that's what it takes, that's totally fine. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Just whatever we need to do. But it's just, I think that's one of the key things that people miss so much right now is just having more social interaction or being around people because we're, you know, you want the initial reaction, you want to hug somebody or shake their hand. And it's like, okay, we're learning. We can't do that. But so at least just seeing people, even if they have a mask on, it's nice yeah. to it's lovely and I think everybody's done such a great job of pivoting out there is your Kirkland tasting because you have a Kirkland tasting room as well is that open too or not no? yet so uh, Mason DeLille which is a partnership with um, Real Logic Sotheby's real mm-hmm. estate down there is not open at this point but hopefully it will get so soon you know some of these restaurants and tasting rooms are still um, having to if you have to abide by the six foot placement yeah, that one's pretty small. Some smaller places, it just uh, economically doesn't make sense to you know, sense. open up. So I hope we'll be back, um, you know, soon. And yeah, let's hope that people kind of do what they need to so that we can get over the next, you know, hump and, and move to the next phase and just kind of keep going in a positive direction. Exactly. And you're in stores. I know we shop at the Metropolitan Market. It's close to our house. There, you can get DeLille there. You can do your own tasting at home. If, you know, if it doesn't work, you're not you can buy Delil in a number of places. Our Delil sellers wines, the Lil family wines brands are um, through our Chateau Lil. You can contact us at through um, chateaulil.com um, or anyone is welcome to um, private message me. Uh, contact me through Facebook, Instagram, and um, I always love to hear from people and love when people like our wines. Yeah, and I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure people have told you all kinds of great stories about you know, different things that happened while they were drinking DeLille wines and. Um, well, it goes back to what I started with is the story of what's your favorite wines. And it's just, people have stories about the wines that they're drinking and it brings people together. And it's just such a, a good, feel good that yes, it's, we love hearing stories like that. We love hearing people say, oh, I got married at your place. And, um, and 
it's just it just makes it really fun to connect with people over yeah. wine and That's, through wine yeah you're part of people's lives in you know lots of really cool and interesting ways yeah thank so. you that's great. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, we've had Stacy Lil with Delil Cellars, Lil Family Wines. You've got all kinds of things going Chateau on. Chateau Lil and Chateau Lil, oh, I just yeah. my my production assistant just handed me the bottle of the Lil Baby Rose. Oh, and so I see our cute little label there. Okay. Um, and you have but, to get that through the Chateau, correct? Yep, through Chateau Lil. All right. So, um, so that's been fun. It's just, and we are just, you guys are some of the first to hear about it. We're just releasing it this week. Yay. So, you read it first, maybe second. Well, thank you for joining us today, Stacy. We've had such a good time chatting with you. Thanks as well. Okay. Yep. I've had a great time too. And it's just, it's nice to kind of feel like back in the groove of things. So thank you for having me. Sure.